Time for Tea with Makita is a podcast about redefining self-care. It's about looking at every aspect of our life from music, career, family, relationships, and everything in between. It's about spilling tea on those conversations that are sometimes hard to have. Well, we're not afraid to have those conversations right here. Join me as we spill tea on every conversation you ever thought about, dreamed about, or whispered about. Hey, y'all, it's definitely time for some tea. Losing a loved one is hard. The healing journey is never easy. In this episode of Time for Tea with Makita, I'm sitting down with Hippie Barlett as she dives deep and spills tea on healing from loss by being intentional and how she used her loss to create the World Love Bank app, a safe place for people to access love whenever they need it, wherever they are in the world, and how you can help others heal by being intentional. All right, welcome back. It is time for tea and I'm Makita. I want to first just thank you for sharing your time and your space and your energy with me. Today, I am spilling some hot tea with the founder of World Love Bank app, Miss Hippie Barlett. She is here spilling some hot tea on healing from loss by being intentional and how this could, you know, lead you to start the healing process. And she's going to also share her journey with you too, because no one is, you're never alone in the, in the process of healing and we've all experienced loss. So thank you so much, Hippie, for just coming on and just sharing your love and energy with us. Oh, no, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Ask me anything. I am here for you. (laughs) Well, first of all, your journey is so unique and what you're doing is amazing. I mean, you have to tell us like with everything you have going on, but who is Hippie Barlett? Who is, who is Hippie Barlett? Um, That's a great question. Um, I just feel like I am me. I am a very conscious, self-aware person. Um, I'm a mom. I have two uh, boys who are teenagers and one's uh, just newly adult. Um, And I'm a West Coast BC girl, but originally I'm from Cape Town, South Africa. And so I grew up, um, I'm a colored woman. So I grew up, my father's Arabic English and my mother is a German, a Chinese and Bushman. So we're quite mixed. And we just, I, we grew up thinking um, that everyone was the same. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, we, me and my siblings, we all look a little different. We could all pass for different cultures. And, um, and we just were like, my mom just said, you know what? Everyone has red blood. And my dad said, follow the Ten Commandments. You'll be okay. When you get older, you decide. And it was just like, okay. And it just, we just grew up that way. So I was never, because it's like everyone's color. It doesn't matter what color it is. Everybody has a color. So it was like, I was just part of this race of colored people. Right. And, and I just assumed that, it, you know, that like for the most part, until you get older and people try to, you know, put their ideas onto you. I just assumed that I was just part of right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we all kind of grew up that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, I think we do. I think, you know, until somebody tells us different, we mm-hmm. are act, it, like, it's inherently in us to see the smile, you know, yeah. to see 
the the eyes to see, you know, but not necessarily to see the color. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and it's a vibration. It's an energy. It's something you know. You know if you've walked into a room where you know people are all glad to see you, mm-hmm. right? You know when you walk into a room and you're like, mm. yeah. you know, until people put us into that element where we need to feel fear mm-hmm. or we, we start to practice that behavior. Um, I think that um, inherently we are always in search of good things and that's who I am. I'm always in search of good things. I'm always willing to share, to give, um, to experience things and always definitely willing to learn because I know nothing. <laughs> I know everything <laughs> from my experience. And at the same way, it's like, but things change, you know, things change. Thank goodness that things can change. And that, you know, if you hold on to one thing too tight, that's a surefire way, you know, to get lost, right? Following <laughs> one, holding on to something so tight that you end up following it down a dark path. Like, you know, just let it go and like, just take things in waves, be willing to grow, be willing to learn, be willing to be wrong, wrong right? Mm-hmm. That is huge freedom in that. It is. I'd be willing to love. Yeah. That's me. You have to be willing to love. But speaking of, you know, being willing to love in your journey, what led you to starting the world, you know, the World Love Bank app? Okay. Um, Well, I went through a struggle um, of my own where I felt that, again, I told you who I am. I'm a lovable person, right? I am. But I just felt like it wasn't enough. It just was like, oh my God, I love people so much, but my love is not enough. And that feeling also that like, what is wrong with people? We're like, it's, we were told that love is the most powerful thing in the world. Like that's, and everyone says it like from like songwriters to like, you know, the Testament from like everything. It's like, love is so powerful. It's our one true energy that we can share. And it just wasn't enough. And I was going through this kind of low place in my life. And um, it brought me back to when my brother had died. Um, years ago, he had um, struggled with uh, addiction and mental health. And um, I'm his little sister. And he happened to call my mom's house. And this is back in the day when you pick up the phone <laughs> and you're like, hello. And I hadn't talked to him in a while. And he's talking to me and he's struggling and I can hear him. And I'm just like, oh you know, I love you. He's like, no, you don't. I'm like, no, I love you. He's like, no, you don't. And I'm like, I love you. He's like, nope. I'm like, I love you. He's like, no, you don't. And I'm like, and I just remember saying it 15 times, like just constantly, like I would not give up. I just kept saying the words. I love you. I love you. I love you. And then finally he said, I love you too. And that was like, you know, I mean, Back in the day, is like people say I love you a lot more now, but back in the day in that environment, we weren't saying that. It wasn't something we said. And I just felt inspired to say that to him. And then I just continued on. And then when we hung up, I didn't realize that was going to be the last time I'd speak to him. And then three months later, he ended up dying of his addiction. It was like around Christmas. And um, it was, a you know, his son, who was three years old, would never hear those words. Wow. And... So when I was going through my own stage, you know, fast forward to when I'm going through my own struggle and I'm like, dang, you know, like love is, you know, I just want to give the world love. Like, I just want to, you know, I just want them to know that they're still deserve this. Like I felt that memory of my brother and I'm like, we all need this. And I said, I'm going to promise that, you know, that everyone can access it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it didn't, I didn't even know how I was going to create it, but it was like, everyone deserves to hear the words. I love you. 
and it's the most precious thing. And we also need a safe place to keep it. And we need to, you know, so I was like, I'm going to create a bank. I'm going to create a bank for love and anyone anywhere can have love whenever they want. It's free. And um, that was my concept of like the world love bank. I didn't know how I was going to put it all together because this was 2012, but mm -hmm. I kept that dream. I saved, I saved the, um, the dot com, right? <laughs> put it out <laughs> to the side. It's going to like, it's going to, you know, manifest somehow, some way. And, um, and it did like after years in 2019, I actually figured out how to make a bank out of it, how to make the intangible tangible, because um, the ability for apps, you know, to, mm -hmm. to, to be able to develop that into, you know, like into something real that people mm -hmm. can connect with um, is so available today. And so I made this app. I, I, I had, you know, I created it. Um, I hired designers and developers and it was like, okay, it's a bank. You have to deposit. I love you. It's your first deposit. It's anonymous <laughs> because nobody's going to be judged. And this is like how I started like creating it and um, anyone anywhere can hear it. So that I love you that I said to my brother 15 times, people can hear different voices saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. And you can't see the person you see, you don't know who it is, but you can hear the voice and you can know that the world is still a loving place. You can feel the energy from it too. Mm -hmm. Well, because it's, it's audio, it's sound only. So you can, you know, you can just imagine like to hear these other human beings, it's not AI. It's not, you know, no one's getting anything out of it except the fact that they're giving it. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause, and they've got to, you know, you give it to get it. Because they know that once they put their voice in, they're going to get access to the joint account. So again, we're building on emotional wealth. So no one's bankrupt, emotionally bankrupt. Now they've got a joint account where there's love given and saved for them that's anonymous. So it just will continue to build. And it's something really that you can wake up and you can hear, I love you, because some people don't hear it. Or you might just hear that voice that says, you know what, to, like you can hear in that voice saying, I love you, that that voice was really the voice you needed to hear. That's going to be like, okay, you know what? I, my day is starting now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love the fact that you said it's like an emotional bank, like you're putting in something. And when you're, you know, sometimes we get a little depleted because, you know, as people we're we sort of give a lot, the fact that you were having that conversation with your brother and you, you know, like you said it like 15 times and it took him that long to really get to the point where he could saying, receive it. Yeah, he could receive it and like, not only receive it, but then say, I love you back. Cause you're right. It was a time when even now me and my siblings, like having my brothers say, I love you back is tough. Like they grew up in the seventies and eighties. They're not the, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the overly, um, you know, givey, you know, like lovey type. Right. And it's nothing that they don't have it you know they do it's mm -hmm. just people don't express it all the time and that's okay too like but if you know you're you know at that stage I was inspired to do it and I and if I had to say it 15 or I did say 15 if I had to say it 20 or 30 times I would have because I knew that it was just one of those moments and what we talk about in the world love bank about being intentional is you don't have to like you can but once you start hearing it you practice um like the the idea of being able to receive it and you you'll you'll say it you'll say it and you can say it to people and you can send it to them and they can put it in their bank so that's the other part so where the joint account is anonymous and nobody you know you don't know it's like 
love from Hibby. It's just, it's just anonymous. I love yous that are like collab, you know, collab all together. Mm -hmm. Right. But when you get into your savings account and you use the bank, you actually like create and record like an, I love you or like a happy birthday message or something. You send it to, you know, someone you love who's in your contact list and they'll get, you know, a message from the world love bank from, you know, the key that and be like, Oh, what's that? And then listen and be like, Oh, okay. I want to save that because we talked like, as you were introducing me, you know, we talked about life being temporary. It mm-hmm. is, you know, and we don't know when our due date is, but you know, a lot of people worry and stress and, and, you know, money and leaving a financial lump sum for your kids is like sometimes all they can think about. And it, and it, it robs them from the joy of just being present. And it's like, but when you're gone, you're gone. What you leave behind is so valuable. And it's yeah. not the financial part. It's the love. And, you know, when people are grieving, they would do anything to hear your voice one more time. Yes. They would just want to hear you say, I love you, or everything's going to be okay. Don't worry. I'm okay. I hope you're okay. Like my son wants his bedtime stories written, they're read, right? Because I've, mm-hmm. I've, you know, read them over and over and over when he was little. And he's like, I want those for my kids, but I want you to be reading them. And it's oh. like, I can do that. And I can, st- and he can have them because honestly, I'm not going to be here forever. Right. No. And I mean, and, and, but I'm leaving behind a legacy. I'm leaving behind something that is valuable to him. And, and because we've had these conversations, he's not as fearful. Mm-hmm. He knows because people want to, you know, it's not that I talk about death or anything. It's, it's that life is temporary. So it makes us more intentional about what the time we have makes us more appreciative. And that's why I think that people who use the love bank will not only use it to like build their bank of love, like their emotional wealth, but they'll, it'll also get them in the practice of being intentional about sharing it and being able to say those words and, and believing that the world's still a loving place. Because I think people need to know that, you know, we all need love. We all crave love. We all um, deserve love. Right. Mm-hmm. And especially after the last couple of years, like, We've all seen and experienced so much loss that now it's like a great time to just, like you said, take those memories and make them not just a, a memory in your head, but now it's it's audible. It's something that you can carry with you, something, like you said, you can pass down, you know, from the next generation, you know, just, I couldn't even imagine being able to hear my grandmother's voice, <laughs> like, how amazing well, she could, that. Exactly. <laughs> she, and she would be telling you stories about your mom, raising your mom or when you were a baby, when she, you know, and, and those things, the sound of her voice, like the minute you hear her voice, you would know that's your grandma. You would know it's your grandma, right? Like I, I don't have my brother's voice. Like I would love to hear him say something kooky, right? Like, <laughs> yes. Just, and so you can have, learn to have fun with it. Right. But I would love to have his voice and I'm sorry, it's just gone. Right. Because I, well, I didn't have a love bank and we're just not that intentional or to in today's um, like in society today, maybe we're over, you know, we're overdone with like so much media and mm-hmm. social media that, that you don't pay attention as much because your attention is so like separated. And if I were to, if you were to say, okay, you know, go into your phone and find it. And I love you. I know where it is, but if yeah. in general, people have so many videos on their phone or on their computer that 
that nothing is separate. There's like, there's no special place for their love. Like if you're grieving, you're not like, it would be so hard to go through everything to try to find those words. But if you knew your love bank had it, it's like mm -hmm. you knew where to go to find your um, security, right? To find, um, you know, that kind of um, solace. Mm -hmm. It's like a healing, like a healing solve, you know, but mm -hmm. throughout that journey, while you're working on, you know, you lost your brother, you, you're, Things, you're yeah. on your own thing. What was the most challenging part of that? I mean, because when you get to the building the love bank, there's a part that has to be like very transparent, very open, and then sharing that, you know, that story. How did you get to the place of healing to be like, okay, I can let go of this now and, and share and help uh, others? <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> like it was... It, it wasn't like, like I came up with the idea. I didn't build it. Like I, you know, it was really exciting, but it was like, no, like, okay, now you got to get to work, which means like, like on yourself on, you know, like, I mean, I worked three jobs. I had work to do. I had to raise my kids. Like I went through bankruptcy. I went through so much and it was like, I know I have, like, it's about that self-awareness, knowing that you have something to give that's valuable and knowing what my, like who I am. I'm a person that loves to connect people that's that's what I like to do so I had the concept and it's like okay now what so now the growing being of service to others so um when I wasn't working I was like how can I be of service to others and for whatever reason someone had um knew someone who went through a knee operation and long story short they needed me who was not working to go to El Salvador to help out with the orphanage just go for one week and be of service, bring out these like solar powered lanterns. And I was like, okay, I didn't know who they were. I was like, okay, I'll be of service. I went, I came back and I felt so extremely grateful and blessed because I got to see a world that I've never experienced before. I got to see people who were struggling. Um, you know, like I think in North America, we are extremely blessed just mm -hmm. to have water, just to have, you know, services, you know, mm -hmm. just, and so, um, came back and I was like, okay, now what can I do? And I wanted to, to work on my spiritual growth. And so I ended up again, trying my best to like get a job <laughs> in something else. And the first, like, I literally was driving to this job interview and it was for real estate and it was like management. And I was like, I've worked in real estate. I can do this <laughs> driving. And then I'm like, don't let anything distract me from my spiritual growth. And then I put my hands back on the wheel. I'm driving. And I go to this interview and the person is interviewing me. And he's like, I really think you'd do great for the job. But would you be interested in this other role? I have a spiritual company and I'm looking for a marketing director. Wow. And I'm telling you, like, these are the things that like, they were like God shots, right? They just, it's like when I stopped trying things started happening because I stopped trying to control things, things started happening. And it just was like that. And, you know, you always want to take your will back. You always, you know, but then when mm -hmm. he's like, okay, how can I be of service to others? How can I do this? And I, and I did that for a year and a half. And, um, and I learned so many different modalities from like cacao ceremonies and like all these different things. And I just got stronger. And so I would try again. How do I do this world love bank? How do I do this world love bank? And then I would get a job at the city and I do, you know, so it was just about never giving up. And I would say that to any of the listeners, just don't give up, like just, but believe in good at the same time, like just keep trying, you know, do the next right thing. And in 2019, um, I had helped my husband build his business. Um, 
And we're at a stage where it was just before COVID, but what happened was uh, my dad was struggling with um, lung cancer Mm -hmm. and I was trying to help my parents. And um, what happened was my husband's like, this is a really good time. Like you should try to figure this out. So the internet and YouTube has become, you know, so, you know, so wonderful (laughs) shout out. And, um, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. So I started doing the research. I started looking at freelancers. I started becoming really resourceful and I found a way to start building the world love bank. And then in 2000, October, 2019, my dad died. And then we found out about COVID. And Mm. then, you know, six months later, my mom died and it was like, she died uh, on my birthday. Um, from loneliness because she was now in a home and she couldn't reach out. We couldn't reach, we couldn't touch her. And then she was a wonderful, loving woman. And, and it was just so hard, but, you know, at the same time, I'm doing this great thing for the world. And so it was like, you know, there's this toss up and it's like, how do you frame your life? My Mm -hmm. mom would not have left if she didn't think I was going to be okay. Heaven's gates open on my birthday. What a great day. You know, like you learn to start to shift and look at what you want, not what you don't want. You want a loving world, then then be a part of a loving world. Give love, mm-hmm. you know, like look for love. If you want to, you know, if we want to see um, a difference, I mean, isn't that what Gandhi said? Like be, yes. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> it, like, it's like, okay. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, all that. It's just, it's true. You like, whatever you seek, you will find whatever you look for, you will, you know, it, it, but if you're looking for the wrong things, you're going to find mm-hmm. the wrong things. If you, you know, like you could be at the right place at the right time, but you could be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. But you know, right. Mm-hmm. You know where you are, you know, when you pick up something, you know, should you put that back down? Right. Yeah, you do. I love the fact that it seems like every step, every thing that you did that was like intentional and for you, like the, you know, going over to El Salvador, like that was just like, I'm going to give, you know, no questions about what I'm going to get back, but just give like every step along that journey was like preparing you for, okay, you're going through the healing and you don't even realize it. (laughs) You know, you're starting the process of healing. You don't even know, but it's preparing you to get to that place because, you know, you know, as I say, you know, God already knows what's about to happen sometimes. And he puts us in places, you know, when we're saying, okay, I'm ready. It's going to open up doors, test us a little bit. And then like, all right, it's time for you to be ready because things are about to happen. And I want you in a, in a safe place, a healed place. And, uh, and it, it took that to get there and to build this because the world love bank app is amazing. I've been on it. So oh, good. <laughs> I have. Well, and we're growing and, you know, we're looking for, you know, lots of people to join and give their love because then we can make like, you know, like meditations with like the ocean and I love you and I love you. And like the more love we have, the more we can give back love. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's crazy because it's, it's true what you were just saying. And I was, thank you for that because sometimes we pray and we ask for things that we want, like financial things or material mm-hmm. things. And it's like, mm, that's not what you, you know, you got to, be thankful. And instead it's like, give your gratitude out. Like, thank you for what I already have. Mm -hmm. And then when it, you know, and when you pray for things, um, sometimes, you know, you'll be praying for patience. God's not going to give you patience. He's going to give you an opportunity to be patient. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> he's like, I'll give it to you. Boom. You've got it. Now show me you've got it. Show me yes. that you've got, it, you know, strength, courage. It's like, okay, you know, you've got it. Now you got to show me that you've got it. And, and that's where the growth happens. That's like, you know, like I could have went both ways with my mom passing on my birthday. I could have, you know, like I could have stopped doing what I was doing. But I was like, no, like this is, you know, I've been telling her about this. She's been hearing about it for years. I'm like, I'm going to prove, you know, I'm going to do this. And it, you know, it's always growing. So as I said, like it's progress, it's not perfection. It's just keep trying, keep growing, keep up with, um, with, you know, your daily, your daily reflections, your daily duties, your daily things, right? Because it's, it's what we do on a daily basis that builds our life. It's not the end, right? And I said that to my son too, today, we went out to the university and he's like two years away. I'm like, I just want to take you out here so you can see, right? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it, it, it's not there. It's the in-between. It's all the hard work you're going to do by showing up on time at school. It's the hard work you're going to do by doing your homework, by playing your, by being active, you know? And so it's like, it's the in-between. It's the hard work we do when no one's looking. Yeah. I love the fact that you didn't, like when you did lose your mom and you, you lost on your birthday, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, now my birthday is the worst day ever. It's like, you know, the gates of heaven opened on my birthday. Like this is a celebration because you knew she was going to be in a, in a great place. Like you said, she's, she was always, you know, your champion and she 100%. knew what she was about to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah. that's part of life. That passing is part of life. It's like the, the, it's like the real party starts, <laughs> but we don't know. We're not invited. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, and I, and when I say that about my mom, it doesn't mean that I don't still miss her or that, you know, at the beginning when she first passed, it wasn't that I didn't grieve. I like, there's all those things happen, but I didn't, I didn't do that, that thing where like, um, where I put meaning on things that, that, you know, that, that you didn't lose yourself in me it. down. I didn't lose myself in it. That's right. I know who I, I know who she is. Right. And, and, and I'll tell anyone who's listening, there's never going to be enough time. No, there's, you always want one more day. I just mm -hmm. want to say that. I just wish I could just <laughs> like, you always want one more thing. So there, so the time's up, the time's up. You can't go back. That's why the idea of being intentional. I mean, one thing I wish I did was like, I wish I had recorded my mom's like, African recipes because she know like my sister can cook and she does great you know when she cooks like my mom's recipes but when mom made it it just tasted a little different right <laughs> yes and you wouldn't know what exactly the amount is so you'd have to like video here like is that really a pinch or is that <laughs> what is that and they never really say they're just like oh just a little bit of this <laughs> just just watch yes <laughs> just watch so it's like you know you can use the bank for so many different ways to create um, a legacy or to create, um, you know, those, you know, your assets, your love assets, right? Because it could be from, like I said, bedtime stories to like recording recipes, to recording history from your grandma, to be, you know, to just sing songs, you know, yeah. or you just bank all the, I love you from your friends. But if you've got kids, you'd be like, this is how you go through a hard day. This is how you, you know, and people have, um, you know, critical illness, they might need to, to prepare in a different way, but you know, it's, mm -hmm. you know, these, like the sound of someone's voice is, is, you know, it's priceless. You can't get it back mm -hmm. once it's gone. And, and we've had just gone through a pandemic. So that, mm -hmm. if anything, should tell us 
like watch out anything mm -hmm. can happen you can so the amazing thing is you can find the app on on your app store right on your phone you can just download install it and what will they go from there like because it's really really simple and easy to get started right so you you can go on to the app store the world love bank is on the um, google play and the app store download it so either do world love bank or world love bank one word but i do believe on the ios right now they've they've separated it so i'm trying to get it to be one word again um, and then you download it and then once you put your information in it will send you um a confirmation and then ask you to record an i love you so this is a really important part so send the i love you um, just record it. It's anonymous, but it goes into our bank. And then once that happens, you are now open to uh, you use the bank. The World Love Bank has a joint account. It's got a checking account where you check in your emotions, keep track of how mm -hmm. you're feeling. You can um, hit the plus button in the middle where you send it to those in your contact list. And then you have a savings account. And that, and so when you hit the plus button, what happens is the plus button will let you record video or audio only. Mm -hmm. And you you have 30 seconds to record an audio and send it to whomever you, who's, whoever you want in your contact list. And then your profile shows you who you sent to. And when you get messages, you can put them into your savings. And the profile, sorry, the profile shows you how you were feeling, how many boosters, how many messages you sent out. So you can kind of keep track of what's happening. And your savings account, you can check it and you'll see what people have sent you. And you can save it. You can put it into little files, hit the plus button in there. And yeah, just create that as your savings account for just those are private, but they're for you to keep, right? They're yours. And if those of who are listening want to upgrade, which helps support the World Love Bank, they get access to video. They get access to um, sending messages to themselves. So they get like a legacy account where they can start creating their own legacy. And then they also get the milestone, which allows them to send messages into the future. So they, yeah, so they could like send something for like next Christmas or next someone's birthday next year or, you know, just so that in case something's, you know, you can, you can send something into the future. You can exist in the, in the new world. I don't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exist everywhere at once. Yeah. <laughs> the past, present and the future. <laughs> yeah. And, and because of what we do, we do support like mental health. We support, um, cancer recovery, and we also support addiction recovery. So that's one of the things that, three of the things that World Love Bank looks to be pillars of, you know, in our community is that once we start to grow, and like I said, you know, help others to share love, we also want to be able to give back into those areas. Okay, I love that. And I love the fact that this has allowed you to just to show up and to, to be unapologetically who you are. Do you feel that this has been like, I'm me and I'm loving like life now and just showing up on your own terms? 100% because I think what it was for me is, is I'm actually, I was really ashamed to be a loving person. I was always like, oh, someone's gonna take advantage of you or, mm -hmm. um, you know, nice people finish last, right? Yes. You know, yeah. you know, you know, or someone's like that. She's not really like that nice. So like, it's not about being nice. I'm, I'm smart. I'm, you know, I have boundaries. <laughs> yes. But you know, I also have um, beliefs that I that I want to share now. And I think that 
what's really great is that I'm connecting with people who, who share the same beliefs. And that's really what life's about. It's like, like attracts like. Yes. Right. And I'm okay with that. And I've learned that that's part, like, that's part of the journey and, and honoring our personal existence, like who, what makes us happy and, Mm -hmm. and being able to share that, that, that is what I feel like the love bank has helped me to do. And it continues to help me to do every single day. I love it. Well, thank you so much for just coming on and just sharing your, your love and your energy and your journey. Um, If people want to support or connect with you, where can they do that? Um, Absolutely. They can go to worldlovebank.com, one word, and uh, they can hit the contact me, contact us button, and then con- and literally you will contact me. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, just share your story. Um, that's where you can find out more about the World Love Bank. And, um, and if you want to partner with us, there's another contact partnership that you can let us know if there's anything we can help you with. So you know, it's a give and take. We just need to kind of grow the community mm-hmm. of love. Okay. Well, don't worry about, you know, writing everything down, you guys. I'm going to have all that information in the show notes. Again, Hippie, thank you so much. You guys stay tuned. We're going to have some key takeaways next. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. All right, you guys, it is time for some key takeaways. And I would say the most important takeaway from this conversation is understanding that healing is a process. There is no right or wrong way to heal. It's just understanding what it is that you need and being honest and open about it. Sometimes we need a friend. Sometimes we need to journal it out. And sometimes we just need to be reminded that we are loved, we are worthy. And that there is love in this world. All you have to do is search from it from within. All right, you guys, that is all the tea that I have to spill today. Join me next week as we spill more delicious hot tea. Until next time, namaste. Namaste.